Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 21 of the Early Parenting Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be diving into a question that I get asked about all the time. And that, my friends, is about the dummy. Now, today's episode, you'll get quite a holistic spin on it because you are getting my thoughts on them from an IBCLC's point of view, so a breastfeeding and lactation consultant's point of view, a sleep consultant's point of view, and a mummer of two boys' point of view. Okay, let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mum. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons, because let's be honest, a toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to find your flowing motherhood? Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you today by my free clean sleeping guide that I have on my website. You can access this baby at www.jenniferbutler.com.au. Now, guys, this guide is the first step I take parents through when I'm looking to help them improve their baby or toddler's sleep. You are literally getting free access to the first pillar of my triple C approach that I use to improve baby and toddler sleep. So head on over and download yourself a copy today. jenniferbutler.com.au forward slash clean dash sleeping. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So to get started with this episode, I wanted to tell you that I am indeed a big fan of dummies. It's easier for me to give you my broad overarching opinion of them before I dive into the pros and cons, because there are some in both category that you need to consider. Now, both my boys had dummies, and there was a time when I had Max that I despised it, which I'll talk about soon. But with Ted, it was an amazing tool, and there wasn't a time that I regretted offering him the dummy. Again, I'll elaborate on this in a little bit. Okay, let's start with the pros of dummies. The first pro is that dummies are a fantastic settling tool for the newborn baby. Newborns have an innate need to suck. Now, this can be the breast, the bottle, or it can be a dummy. Many babies, if given a dummy, can use it to suck to sleep, meaning there's less hands-on settling for mum and dad, which can be amazing if you are wanting to get more rest or to just get some stuff done. They are a fantastic tool for others to use to settle a baby as well. If you only offer the breast to settle, which some people love to do and that's totally fine, it kind of doesn't give anyone else though the option to settle your baby if they're looking after them. Unless scientists create pseudo boobs for dads or any other caregivers to use, it can be so exhausting for you to be the only one able to settle your baby. This is where the dummy is amazing. It's a tool that others can use to calm your baby. Little side note on the dummy though, I don't recommend it to be used to push out feeds. 
feeding a baby to, to demand is the most important part of breastfeeding. So if you know that your baby is hungry, try to offer the breast. But if you know that they're ready for a sleep, they've got a full belly, then by all means, the use of the dummy is the perfect tool at this point. Another pro about the dummy is that it can help babies to take a bottle. So if your baby is used to something other than the breast, this can mean that they're more likely to take another foreign teat, such as a bottle, which again comes down to having some independence away from your baby if you're a breastfeeding mum. Any mum who has a who is breastfeeding their baby and has a baby who won't take a bottle will understand that it can be really tiresome and difficult when you do want to have some space, but your baby isn't used to having anything other than the breast in their mouth. So again, offering a dummy makes them more able to accept a bottle if that's something that you wanted to do. Another pro is that they're easier to remove than a finger or a thumb. Now, not all babies find their finger or thumb in lieu of a dummy, but I know this was a huge consideration for my husband and I when we were deciding whether or not to offer a dummy or not. Okay, let's move on to the cons. A dummy can cause nipple confusion if offered too early in the breastfeeding journey. Ideally, you want to avoid the dummy or limit its use in the first four to six weeks of life if you can. This would be the time I would say offer the boob as a settling tool because this will do wonders for your supply. Like I said earlier, definitely make sure that you have ruled out hunger as a cause for unsettledness before offering the dummy because again, it's important that we fill our baby's bellies instead of them sucking to sleep on a dummy when in fact they actually did need to have a feed. This all comes down to understanding how often your baby should feed at their age. Another con to the dummy is that it is a parent-dependent sleep association until they can replace it themselves. There is going to be a really annoying time between about the ages of four to eight months where your baby needs the dummy to settle but can't replace it themselves, meaning you're their dummy bitch. This can impact sleep quality at night as well as the day. Cue the catnapping babies. If your baby needs to suck to sleep, then when they go through sleep cycles, which they do often during the day and the night, and that dummy isn't there, they're going to be looking for it to, again, suck to sleep. And this is where we can fall into the trap of more frequent night waking and of catnapping. Another pro to the dummy is that they're actually associated with more ear and throat infections. They're dirty little things, dummies. (laughs) Good sanitary practices are crucial because if your baby is sucking on something that has lots of germs on it, then all of that fluid is going to be draining into their eustachian tubes and can lead to ear infections and throat infections. And chronic ear and throat infections in themselves have issues when it comes to hearing development, speech development, etc. I can actually vouch for this latter one because Max was way, way more prone to ear infections, which I do attribute partly to the dummy. He ended up having to have grommets at the age of around two, which has corrected the fluid that he had built up in his ears that was in turn leading to all of these ear infections. But he did have some speech delay as a result of it, which we've been monitoring and getting him treatment for since. But I definitely do partly blame the dummy for this. A little bit of additional information for you around the dummy. My favorite time to get rid of the dummy, if you have offered it, is before the age of six months. 
This is before your baby has become emotionally attached to it and getting rid of it, while still might be difficult, isn't impossible. The next time I'd be looking to get rid of the dummy isn't until the age of around two to three years old. For dental health reasons, it's ideal for them to be getting rid of it somewhere around the age of two. But it's got to be at an age where they understand that they're saying goodbye to their dummy. I'll do another episode on tips and tricks on how to get rid of the dummy in the future. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Okay, so there you have it. The pros and cons list for you to use to consider whether the dummy is right for you. I hope that you've enjoyed it and it has been useful in helping to guide your decision around your use of the dummy. Anyway, guys, I'll be here next week with a brand new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review if you're over there subscribing and we'll catch you back here again next week. See you then. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode, guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please head on over to your podcast streaming app, whether that's Apple or Spotify, and leave me a review. I want this podcast to get to as many ears as possible so that other mums who might be having the same questions as you can find a little bit of information to help their parenting journey along. And you know what? While you're over there leaving a review, please feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single one of my episodes. And don't forget to hit me up on my socials, Facebook and Instagram, at Jen Butler Early Parenting. Can't wait to bring you your next episode. I'll see you back here again then. 